0: The earliest reference to the commemoration of a saint comes from a a work called The Martyrdom of Polycarp. This is St. Polycarp of Smyrna, one of the apostolic fathers, and and it says that after he was put to death by the Romans, that his, his disciples gathered his earthly remains and buried them, and then it says, and every year we gather together to celebrate the anniversary of his passing into heaven. So that's the, that's the earliest reference to you know, the regular you know, veneration of a saint on, on, like on a calendar basis. Uh, that's apostolic fathers. That goes that far back. It's in the apostolic church where they're already at that point commemorating. And what are they commemorating? They're commemorating the, commemorating the day the person died, the day that person finished the race you know, and entered into their rest. What does it mean to be sanctified and to be holy, to be a saint We can begin with a a clarification of terms, a definition of terms. So in the scriptures, when you hear holy, sanctified, sacred, consecrated, saintly, right, these all really mean the same thing. They're all terms that point to the same idea. And in the scriptures, when it says that something is holy, that means that it is It has been set apart for the exclusive use of worshiping and serving God. If something is sanctified, if a day is sanctified, if a, uh, let's say in the temple, maybe a a vessel or a plate or something was considered sanctified, it was set apart just for the purpose of worshiping and serving God. And Christianity inherits this understanding from our Christian forebears. This is really what it means for something to be called sacred. If you look at our our liturgical life, a chalice for example, the cup for the Eucharist is consecrated. it's holy it's it's blessed, which means that it's set apart specifically for the Eucharist. We do not use that chalice for any other any other kind of liquids or beverage or drink, any other kind of meal. okay It's just set apart for that. So that's the idea of of the, this is the this the framework when we talk about holiness. And when we talk about sanctity that's the basic idea that that undergirds the whole thing in the new testament we see this the same idea then applied to people as well as things that people are called we are called to make ourselves holy to set ourselves apart to serve and to worship god and so That's what it means when the New Testament calls Christians the saints, which really means the holy ones, the consecrated ones. You could translate that, you could replace that with several different words. And the idea being that whatever else we do in life, our primary work is to set ourselves apart to worship God and to serve his will. And we would say that there are two things at work here when we talk about this. Because at our baptisms, when we are baptized, and and through, through the rites of initiation in the church, that is an act of setting us apart. So we are set apart when we are brought into the church. But also, the setting ourselves apart is the ongoing work before us in our lives. One of the things that we're going to talk about today a bit later on is the quote in hebrews about being surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses and we're going to get to that in a second but it's important that we understand the context of that verse because that is a call it is because we have these great cloud of witnesses it says let us run with endurance the race that is set before us so we are called to putting in the effort every day of our lives to make ourselves holy, to set ourselves apart, to worship and to serve God. And the gospel in Christianity, it's really a litany of paradoxes. The first become last to be a leader. You have to be the servant of all to live. You must die. A virgin becomes a mother and they go on and on. And one of these paradoxes, that we just have to be okay with. And, and, and today is what you were speaking about before. We can't overly intellectualize because if we do that, this stuff really gets difficult and we have to be able to get beyond that. The Christian life is really about becoming what we already are. That We are set apart. We have been consecrated and, and dedicated to God. But then we have to live that out, actualize that, every day of our lives. We live out the calling. We live out what is already there. Uh, And that's our common task. Whatever else our background is, sociological background, any demographic marker you could throw in, it doesn't matter. There's nobody that is beyond the possibility of becoming a saint by the grace of God, setting themselves apart to serve him and to worship him. So that's the underlying understanding of what it means to be a saint. Then There are among us people who have so clearly exemplified that, who have just, it's it's been so conspicuous, the love of God and their willingness to serve him and to glorify him with their lives is so conspicuous, just so obvious. You have to look at that person and go, that is a real saint. So then we have this development in the term where saint, the holy ones of God or all of us who are called to set ourselves apart. Then you got these really good examples of this, the real champions, the real heroes of this, of this, uh, this journey of this commitment. And then we give them the title saint as as a marker that these are the people we really need to look to, to learn from, to draw inspiration from. And of course, these are the men and women that are adoring the icons in our churches and in our homes and and whose names we read about in the calendar every day. The the lives of the saints, they both encourage us and they also challenge us in our own efforts to set ourselves apart, to worship and serve God. It's It's like they say, look, by the grace of God, we have finished the race. By the grace of God, you can finish the race as well. And again, if you look at the lives of the saints, they come from all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of histories. Anyone can become a saint by the grace of God and by applying themselves with sincerity and humility to the life that Christ calls us to in the Gospels. Hebrews 12, 1-2, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. It's important that we, we hear in that verse, or those verses, that we are surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses, not that we will be surrounded at some point. We are now surrounded by them. We are. N- we never walk alone. We are never alone, and we always have the great heroes of the faith, praying with us, praying for us, encouraging us to, to, to finish the race with endurance. Eyes always fixed on Christ, who gives us faith, and who brings that faith to completion, overflowing with grace and mercy thanks for listening to this episode of my podcast if you'd like to learn more about eastern orthodox christianity but aren't near an orthodox church you might be interested in the fellowship of saint theophon the recluse an online community that i've started for seekers and inquirers all in that same situation We have members in the U.S., Latin America, the British Isles, Africa, and Australia. For more information, message me or send me an email. Again, thanks for listening today. Until next time, take care and God bless.